are watching T Radio V, Radio in TV. Welcome to the Poe Show, broadcasting live from T Radio V in Hollywood, California. Okay, you guys know. This is where we elevate the creative cult. This is where creatives can be seen, so thanks for tuning in. Thanks for watching us. I'm Poe. Okay, so Thursday, May 5th, from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m., Cinco de Mayo, the Magique Fantastique Rock Show. You gotta make this. I'll be there. I can say hi to you. This is at the State Social House, 8782 West Sunset Boulevard, WeHo. A free and amazing show starring Susie Malone, who is going to stop by to bring tickets. But if you need tickets, let me know, and I'll get them for you. She's the producer and world's premier burlesque magician, Sarah Mann, an original cast member, dance captain, aerialist, and lead magic assistant, performing regularly with Susie Malone for Chuck Wright's of Quiet Riot, Ultimate Jam at the Whiskey A Go-Go. And Yolanda Thomas, Aussie rock singer sensation, this two-time LA Music Award winner will be tearing up the stage <coughs> with her amazing voice and sex appeal. <coughs> La Magique Fantastique is a Parisian-themed magical cabaret show action-packed with amazing magic and illusions, lavish costumes, and gorgeous girls, taking you on a journey through time. So check it out, Cinco de Mayo. Buy me a beer. <laughs> That'd be <laughs> awesome. Or five. Because <laughs> it makes sense. And then take me home. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> On Thursday, May 12th at 9 p.m., Harmful If Swallowed. At the world-famous Molly Malone's in Hollywood, 575 South Fairfax Avenue, Los Angeles. Now, Harmful If Swallowed will be on my next show. So check them out next Monday as well. Their infectious sound offers a fusion of punk and rock, their own formula evolving from the earlier days of punk to a modern array of pop punk and rock layered with their own flavor and views. These LA locals serve up stirring live performances, hard-hitting rock beats, intelligent lyrics, and unforgettable hooks. So take a deep breath, but try not to swallow. $10 at the door. I like their name if you didn't notice already. Okay, <laughs> so, sorry. So today, I'm already inappropriate. I'm so sorry, but that's their name. So today, we're talking art. Fine art on flesh and canvas. With fine tattoo artists, with his work perhaps the most literal translation of his sense of artistic permanence, believing every mark made is meant to be, nothing is erased, nothing is corrected, proprietor of Speakeasy Tattoo in Los Angeles, and truly a fine art artist, Scott Glazier. <laughs> Welcome, Scott. Don't Thank forget you. the mic. Thank you. Yes, got it. <laughs> Work on that. 
yeah, work on that. You can you can move it like like in a different place. You move About it wherever right, you want. Right here would be perfect. Just not in yeah. your face though. <laughs> You're pretty tall though. Okay. With his apprentice Jane Cho and Speakeasy client Laura Altamirano. Welcome. Hi. Did I did I say your name right? Yes, yeah. you did. Good job. I had to like <laughs> put little hyphens in the middle of it. Okay. <laughs> so this is a really interesting show because then hold up. Okay wrong okay I'm gonna forget about it though okay so this is interesting because we have a fine art artist who has gone into tattooing so tell us just like briefly how that happened because you've had speakeasy for 10 years but have you been doing tattooing pri I mean longer than that and how did you integrate the two that wouldn't be hard to do but uh, most tattoo artists don't have the artistic fine art is what I mean aspect to them yeah I, I guess it I believe it comes in the order if you're fine art first or if you're tattooing first trying to be painting second uh, but yeah painting first for me so 15 years or longer uh, painting uh, and then tattooing came later and then it becomes more of just understanding the physics behind the tools you know mm -hmm. the anatomy of the skin and having you know be lucky enough for somebody to kind of guide you through that. You're, well, you know, I stalked <coughs> you like I stalk everybody <laughs> that's going to be on my show. Um, I have a nickname. The stalker. <laughs> the, the actually, close. It's the creepy little stalker. Oh, even better. Because I usually know more about my guests than they do once they get yeah, on the show. Yeah, that's, that's what <laughs> worries me. But, <laughs> no, but uh, in promoting the arts, unless it's like something that's really going to like elevate your career which could be nudity or something then mm -hmm. I, I won't post it unless it's going to be good for you in the long run it's great okay so I think it would be fantastic to show is it the speakeasy um, video yeah let's go to the speakeasy tattoo video so we can kind of get uh, an idea of what I'm talking about here with the quality of tattooing and then we'll we'll be back video. check it out <laughs>
see. So Scott takes it to a whole nother level. There's tattoos. And there's good tattoos. And being an artist and a, like a visual, very visual person myself, I appreciate a well done tattoo. Thank you. <laughs> Even though <laughs> I just have one that. in the back of my neck. Oh, right. <laughs> I haven't got to see that yet. I haven't either. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I think, why? Why did I do that? I never get to see it. Yeah, it's true. On the back is, you know. What, what's on your back? I have no idea. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't ever seen it. I just know that at my former apprentice did most of it. That's because it's my back, so I know I'm not going to get to see it. So. so they had your back? Yeah, exactly. Sorry. <clears throat> that was so bad. Okay, so tell us. Tell us what. Okay, I have a, actually, I have a, and this word's kind of hard for me. Hopefully, I'll get it right. The, the, the symbiosis. Did I say it right? Between fine art and tattoo art is an important distinction that lends itself to the overall quality of the work. Hallelujah. Is that correct or is that correct? You guys saw that. It was amazing work. Okay. So, Thank you. So is it, like, is it kind of like um, more like a sketching kind of process for you as an artist? Uh, as an artist? I mean, as a fine artist you or know, a tattooer? A kind, of, kind of like the, the technique you do. Because, okay, this is why I'm saying this. Because if, if I've been sketching a lot, and I, yeah, and I do the rub You thing. do the smudge with I the thumb. I smudge. And, yeah. And, you know, then I kind of, if I paint after that, I'm kind of like doing the same kind of thing because you're used to doing that. I'm just curious about, I know it's a whole different instrument, but. Yeah, skin is not, you know, you have to be very specific on if you're on skin, if you're on canvas. I even psychologically have to go to, you know, sometimes I have to put a suit on when I'm tattooing so that my mind can take me away from this is not painting because ah. painting, you kind of have to lose your mind and tattooing, you have to be very focused and a lot slower. So for me, with canvas and paintings, it's what you leave out of the painting that makes it. And then with tattooing, you have to slow it down. <clears throat> but I don't know if I answered your question or not. But <laughs> Well, uh, put the mic closer to your mouth. But, yeah, you, you, you kind <clears throat> of did. That was really interesting, Gosh, especially. Sergeant. I know. I told you. I'm not shy <laughs> about saying, put the mic in your mouth. Right? right. These guys know. Like, it's shove it in there. It's all the way in, I think. <laughs> yeah, it'll just get worse and worse if, Perfect. You, if you yeah. don't do what I say. Yeah. Oh, man. So I feel a hand on the back of my head. <laughs> yeah, you will be able to see the tattoos on your back. All right, terrific. So Mike is near the mouth, so. Okay. So, no, I, I actually liked what you said there. Okay, so, so um, you, 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 I'm going to quote you because I think this is really, really cool. And you guys probably want more champagne. Oh, you're filled up. Good job. Laura was hoarding it when you left. <laughs> okay. Um, I like this. Art is an electricity that passes through the eye into the heart and out of the hand. I will be on the quest for this eye-heart-hand reflex for the rest of my life. I haven't heard that in a while. That uh, one you know, a, while. a lot of people say that, but you know, of their own of their own beliefs. But obviously, that's what you're still believing and still doing, and you're still alive. It did say for the rest of your life. So. Yeah, I'm still here. So yeah. I guess that's why. So you want to elaborate on that at all? So it starts with the eye. Yeah, and, and that happened back in I think it was 2008. I ended up getting this wacky idea based on the inspiration of my mother. <coughs> I ended up cycling across the the country and doing portraits of people li living with pancreatic cancer. So I had this situation where it would be like with music, 
it would just be you know more ear heart hand and so the whole connection between art would be you know it always has to pass through and come out uh you know knowing that the tech technical aspect of art is great and you know being able to go to school and illustrate this and that but ultimately the the tools are great but there is something you know that may may or may not be missing with some uh you know art that i've done i feel you know kind of like oh that was a failure that painting's no uh this one somehow was different Okay, what's really interesting, you touched on two things that we're going to touch on even more that are really relevant to our topic here today. But right now, we're going to take a break. We'll see you in a minute. Previously on Vantage Point. When I've done it, I'm unhappy with it, and I fucking hate it. Mm. And then I, I shut, because by the time you've shown it, it's like... You've had the idea, you've done the sketch, you've stretched the canvas, you've made the paint, and you've shipped it to the country, you've put it on. A, I, by the time you, it's time to show it, a lot of the time I'm like, oh God, that's yeah, awful. I know. And then I come back to it and I'm like, oh, okay, and I can see the merit in certain parts of it. But um, yeah, I don't know, dude, the painting is. Uh, it was never kind of like, I didn't try and think, right, what can I take from graffiti and what can I take from illustration? It just. It did just kind of happen. To listen to the full interview and find more information, visit our website at vantagepointberlin.com. Previously on Vantage Point. Till the end of the 90s, we had two scenes in the city. Even if the wall was down, let's say the first 10 years after the wall was falling down, we had the East and the West Berlin graffiti scenes. And uh, I would say, and I also hear it from some West Berlin guys in these days or after that, that uh, the East Berlin scene were growing very fast. And we, I would say, latest in the mid 90s, I would say they were the, the better guys <laughs> were coming from East Berlin. I don't of know why. You but say that. To listen to the full interview and find more information, visit our website at vantagepointberlin.com. Previously on Vantage Point. And it's not really a thought out concept from beforehand. We just paint what we love to paint. I mean, in school they always told us just liking something is not a reason. And we're like, but if I like it, I want to buy it. Just before art school, I already was interested in bidding graffiti, and I did some tags and some stupid characters, but I only knew like uh, the, the, the magazines with throw-ups and, and pieces, and never saw anything like realism or, mm -hmm. or really nice characters and stuff like that. To listen to the full interview and find more information, visit our website at vantagepointradio.com. Okay, welcome back. I don't know what I do in between, but I can't hear myself think. Probably because I'm not doing it. Okay. Um, okay, so yeah, you did that, um, that ride, which was absolutely amazing. Of course I stalked that. Oh, Interestingly, my, my mother died of that. Really? Wow, I'm sorry. Um, she didn't make it past 40, so it was a long wow. time ago and really yeah it's quick when that it's happens. so quick yeah. yeah it was really it was really quick yeah so your pancreas not something to mess with no right? no no second chances with that zero yeah so that was a long three-month transition of 
bicycling every day. But it was great. It uh, inspired me a lot. So, and you went to, uh, well, Barstow, Death Valley Junction, Las Vegas, Cedar City, Monticello, Montrose, Pueblo, Boulder, Scott City, Wichita. I guess I don't have to go through all these. Yeah, but you ended up, you ended up, where did you end up? You ended I, up in I Chicago. I ended up at, at my, my mother and father's front door in uh, a little town called Marseilles, which is where my grandmother used to live. And so, basically, I just stopped the ride right at that little house that I grew up in and my dad was there and there were you know throughout the this was pre-social media so yeah um there was a lot of you know support through every town there were media stops and you know so it was uh <clears throat> it was great I so about how many miles did you ride a day I usually try to cover 50 100 um, usually not 100 but 50 depending upon who I met in the town or who, uh, what was going on. Sometimes I would just stop and um, I had kind of certain cities that I needed to be at for, you know, to do like a drawing of a certain person because I had um, a really great person helping me. Um, her name was Megan. Uh, so she kind of coordinated all the, the media and basically the people who I needed to sketch who were um, battling pancreatic cancer. So um, how many people did you end up sketching? I <coughs> believe it was around a lot, a lot, but like around 15 specific wow. people or so as I traveled across. And then the show ended up at Northwestern in Chicago. And <coughs> how yeah, did you feel? How did you feel on the other end? Cycling was, oh, you mean? Uh, just the whole experience. It was, you know, mainly connecting with my mom. So I would be cycling, and it's such a, an incredible meditation to be cycling for so many Meditating months. Meditating on your mom. And then, months. you know, I'm not a cyclist. So I just sort of looked on the Google and said, hey, this a bike should look kind of like this when you want to travel far if it's not going to break down. <laughs> it totally sounds like something I would do. Yeah, I'm so, <laughs> I mean. I'm just like, okay, I could do I this. I had... <laughs> Everything was breaking, and I'm like, oh, my God, that seat. You know, I had a, just a the leather. The seat is not your best friend yeah. when you're <laughs> cycling for a distance. I don't care what sex you are. No. It doesn't matter. And so I, I literally remember being in, a, let's say, uh, Palmdale and, 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 look, and sleeping on the ground thinking, did I say I was going to do doing? this? <laughs> I, I don't like. You know, I'm trying to call my mom's name. Nothing's happening. I still, I so I had to get through. You know, so that's uh, incredible. Yeah, it's a, on that kind of a journey. Not only do you probably do a lot of reflecting, but you really, your biggest wish is probably a tractor seat. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> something like that. And I never took rides. People would be like, "Man, you yeah." I went through Death Valley. I remember downing salt packets when I was at McDonald's yeah. just so I could keep the hydration in and feeling. I didn't want to prepare for the trip. I wanted to prepare on the way. And the whole principle of that is to prepare. Nobody is prepared for cancer. Exactly. So I'm wow. thinking, well, hey, why don't I see what it would be like to be in 120 degrees and cycling up, you know, the, this. So a lot of mountain ranges. And by the end, it was it was easier. But at first, it felt like I, you know, I was vomiting in the ditch and trying to not have heat stroke. And... Whatnot. So what time of year was this? I left in the full moon right, right around, Ooh. I, I think it was 
the uh, full moon. Maybe, August. Maybe you should have started at the at the new moon. Full moon. <laughs> maybe that would have been better. Yeah. End was, on the full moon. Yeah, it was August, and I ended up. I guess it was three months later. Yeah, it's around twenty seven hundred miles, something. Wow. So. Furthest I've gone at one time is fifty. That's good. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's a lot, and, and then after a while. It, 200 miles doesn't seem that no, far no a thousand miles doesn't seem that far after a while but now if i were i haven't got i haven't been on the bike since actually too much so now for me to ride to you know downtown from my studio would be like um, i'll pass on that <laughs> <laughs> i did um i'm from humboldt and we have one of the hardest they call it a century um, the tour of the unknown coast. I mean, because it's bluffy oh. and it's gnarly. Yeah, well, yeah. I did the. F I decided I was going to do the fifty. This was years ago, and the only, the only, um, the only thing I uh, requirements I had of myself was to never get off my bike and to finish it what, under was it three hours or four hours, however that would equal. Mm. If you never got off your bike, but it's like early. <laughs> gnarly 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 terrain yeah and i did it great and i um there were i don't know how many people participated like over 500 and i was under 100 so i was pretty happy about it that yeah, that's great yeah. i think it was cycling under is, is no joke yeah that's at no first joke. your ass kills you oh uh, well like <laughs> a lot of things but there was it was funny because some of the terrain in that area is like so steep your bike is barely moving people yeah. are off Walking their bike up, going way faster than yeah. me. But I told myself, don't get off the bike. So I'm like, it's <laughs> 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 ridiculous. Yeah, no, it's, so, uh, but you I know, did it. that's great. I felt super good about it, too. And yeah. training, nah. That's Who good. That? Yeah. Okay, so that's, that's really awesome. I, I already think you're a superhero. <sighs> thank you. <laughs> wow. Superheroes don't need to say things. Uh, let's are. move on over to the to the other area of town. <laughs> okay, tell us about this apprentice, Jane Cho, Miss aka Miss Jane jo Cho Master Ooh. Extraordinaire. Cho Mama. <laughs> Cho Master. She's uh, yeah. She's my second apprentice. Uh, over. I've you know roughly. I haven't been without an apprentice luckily for you know about five years and i uh, was fortunate enough that she you know contacted me and uh and there she is still making barely making it and she's you know <laughs> she's doing it too slow you know still. ah well isn't that what you <laughs> told her you told her slow <laughs> I mean, what do you think show master you're just telling me gee i'm gonna get you <laughs> i'm gonna get you why are you being so defiant and yeah. then he chases you around. Well, yeah. maybe that's why things aren't getting done. Yeah. <laughs> Get much. it done, Jane. <laughs> yeah, no time for Get that. Get it done, Jane. You know what I love about Jane? A lot of things. But one thing is she draws those hairless cats, which oh, I have one. His yeah. name is Yoda. You do? Yeah. I do, and he's a freak. That's my what? second one. They're freaky. That's your next tattoo. Is that hairless uh, you cat know what? I probably a, <laughs> Dracula? I probably would get a tattoo. Uh, yeah, I probably would. They're cool. They're super cool. Do you yeah. have one? Oh, it's my dream to have one in the future. Uh, I mean, people tell me it's like having a naked old man in your living room. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that you say that, you want mine? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, I, I just want to, you know, put clothes on it, give it baths, put coconut oil all over it, <laughs> take care of it. You know what's really funny? They're not they're not feline-like much at all. They're really weird. They're more like a monkey. They're really intelligent, really smart. 
Um, Is yours trained to use the toilet? Oh, you know what? I tried. Didn't work? No, he decided he 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 just didn't want to do it, and then I felt really bad for him because he was doing it because he, you know, because I told him to. It's not natural them to go in the toilet, and so he's finally he's just like I'm like I couldn't. He just cry. He would cry and cry and cry because he had to go. He didn't want to do what I told him to do, but he would do it. But he didn't want, and I'm just like this just isn't right. So I go in the sand. Right, it's not right. So I just I'm just. So they just all they also just give you this look while they're doing it. Like here I'm doing are you happy? I'm not happy. I think some cats are fine with it, but this one, nah, I just felt bad for him. He just <laughs> <laughs> he didn't like it. Okay, so what did what did uh is that Al from from Speakeasy? No, this is actually Oh from, it's yeah. This is from Speakeasy here. Ah, well who is that? Who that's is that my, dude? Uh that's my father. He that's passed father away. Dude. <clears throat> and uh yeah. Scott did it. And it's amazing. I love it. Such an honor. Yeah. yeah it's an, an odd place to be able to show the camera, but can you try? I could try. The camera's there. Yeah, if I, like, stood up a little. Can you see it at all? Oh, you can kind yeah. of see it. Okay, cool. Right? You guys can see it. Yeah. Yeah. Portraits awesome. always take a lot of extra effort. Portraits especially. Portrait oh, tattoos. Uh, right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no pressure. It's a lot no. of pressure. There's a lot of meaning <laughs> behind them as well. Mm-hmm. So is that your your most difficult um, type of tattoo? Is uh, it a portrait it's, tattoo? Yeah, it's you know when it's especially something like this, you get a you know an eyelash out of place, and there you go. It isn't him or her anymore. Isn't that Liter- weird? Not literally, what? but no, yeah, it's weird, it's right? I do. Ta- I, I'm not tattoos. I do you're tattoos. a tattooer as well. No, why am I? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't tell me. <laughs> no, I do. I sketch portraits, and oh. you know you're sketching, you're sketching, you're sketching, and there's a point where you got them. Yeah, and that you can lose them. I've lost. I lost. A, yeah. I lost Tom Petty. <laughs> <laughs> Never got him back. <laughs> yeah, I would just have to go, start they that. Go away and, right? Yeah. Is it weird? Does that happen with you? You sketch, I'm sure too. Yeah, I I don't take. I don't do a lot of portrait work. I, I do a lot of portraits via paintings or yeah. because. Um, but um, it's pretty specific when I'll take a portrait. It'll be usually a memorial. Obviously, I I, I don't think I would do one. Um, I've done some that are still you know, living, but yeah, it's, it's definitely something that I, I like to, you know, take my time with and make sure I have the sketch done and study. I had her father's picture with me for, you know, what was it about six months or five, six months or something. So it's about what I like to keep. Um, so what do you mean? So studying how? Just try to study. At it? Yeah. <laughs> or, like, you know, or, um, <laughs> I mean, do you, are you like, yeah, drawing, drawing, finding out the, the small, little idiosyncrasies that every person has you know and you try to get that so you know so do you think that 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 translated somehow logically in your in your mind what do you mean translate the um well when you say that i'm just saying from my side because i i have no idea how i get there Mm. just terrible i wasn't classically trained either or mm-hmm. formally trained as an <coughs> artist and I just kind of feel around <laughs> oh, okay well that's and good so, but I don't know where it comes from I just know okay I got him and then you'd like don't want to do anything because you'll lose him like I said uh, about so by Mr. you know what um, I've had to do you know so commissions and you know and then by the time you're done you don't know what you've got I can't see it anymore I, I don't I have to I have to Jane get over here take a look at this <laughs> What Jane. the hell's going on with this? <laughs> this Hi, does Mikey. That thing, does that, 
person person look like you know so she'll be under the gun because i can't use my eyes anymore after a while i can't just so it's kind of the same i guess for you 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 see you you're you're on the right track and then the, then it just you yeah. don't know yeah you don't know it's you're kind of thinking you've almost talked yourself into the fact that well that's close or that's right on i think i mean well with a tattoo um a tattooed portrait you probably use a lot less lines do you uh you know the way everybody's different some people will go in with uh i believe i don't know a lot about uh, people's techniques but for me i usually work my way up because you know you're you have a large stencil there and hers is a pretty large one sitting piece so you don't want to lose that stencil so i'll work my way up and just start to indicate things usually with a shader uh and you don't yeah you don't use a lot of lines if you do it's uh you know, could be bloodlined in or just so that it's indicated and you can go back. But yeah. I don't know what any of that means, but it sounds yeah. really cool. Okay, we're going to take a break. It's <coughs> a good time because then we'll stay on schedule. I'll be right back. Stay tuned. Poetry, an effusion of poetry and music. Poet, muse, enigma, Ellen Mabey. <laughs> wow. Hi. Thank you for including me as a bohemian who brings you down to look to my wild and wicked beatnik past. <laughs> Performed at Glastonbury in, yeah. um, in England because Jackson Brown took a liking to her stuff. want everybody out there to experience this music and poetry duo we'll go first oh, <laughs> oh that's a funny one. Oh, let's it. okay <laughs> only tomorrow leaving its footprints on today there is a lighthouse overlooking the sea it's not just one way, baby. There's one another one way behind it. It's like a waterbed. So here's one of the rogue waves for you, <laughs> for Paulina. Because Paulina and I have a lot of psychotropic experience in our past. Psychotropic. Performed an entire set for a giraffe and his parents. Yes. A baby, nine month old giraffe who was nine feet tall at the time. Do you ever wish you were a person? People, do you ever wish you were a giraffe? You are so lovely. He has a new baby brother who is even taller than him at first. Welcome back to the Hollywood Post Show. Okay, the Brit Week group art show, Britfluenced, which opened on April 23rd, runs through Saturday, May 14th at the Gabba Gallery, 3126 Beverly Boulevard, Los Angeles, curated by Cindy Sorstein, founder of Cartwheel Art Magazine and Cartwheel Art Tours. The show explores the art of UK Times LA, emerging in urban artists and how they've been influenced by British culture. 
whether with music, film, literature, fashion, architecture, philosophy, pop culture, or science, Britain has affected us. The British are coming. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. <laughs> Discover some of the British influence in Los Angeles through the visual art of a diverse group of artists working in a variety of mediums. Actually, that was the, that was the, that was the East Coast, not the West. British are just getting to this side of the world. Okay, from UK artists who call LA home to UK artists who've worked in LA painting murals on our streets to Los Angeles artists influenced by British culture. Britfluence celebrates British culture in Los Angeles. For more info, go to cartwheelart.com. That should be interesting stuff. Check that out. Saturday, May 21st, 8 to 9.30 p.m., a book publication and CD release party for The Red Bull, a fable in poems by Holiday Mason at Beyond Baroque, 681 Venice Boulevard, Venice, California. Join in a magical realism trip through the entire book of persona poems in a casual table-style reading featuring poets Sarah McClay, Mariano Zaro, Brendan Constantine, James Cushing, Paul Lieber, Chuck Rosenthal, Gail Ronsky, Jeanette Clow, Catherine Williams, and Holiday Mason. After a little food and wine, snuggle in the black room at Beyond Baroque and get transported for an hour and 10 minutes as the Red Bull, a fable and poems is read aloud by these fabulous friends and poets. Dress comfy, bring a pillow. For more on Holiday Mason and to pre-order the Red Bull, visit HolidayMason.com. I'm going to be at that. I love Beyond Baroque, and I love Holiday Mason. She's an amazing poet. Okay, one more thing since I have this right here. And I just bought this to support one of my favorite poets. I can't say my favorite poet after Holiday Mason. This is John Gardner, Rogue Waves. Poems and prose. I talked about this last week. I did go to his... Um, book signing and he signed it in I'm not going to tell you what it says because it's <laughs> nasty and awful because we're good because we're really good friends okay so there's also there's two more book signings um, Sunday May 22nd from 5 to 7 p.m. at Laguna Beach Books if you want to make your way down to the beach that's at 1200 South Coast Highway Laguna Beach and June 1st at the greatest little poetry venue in Orange County the Ugly Mug that's at 261 North Glassell Street Orange California so check this out. This man's brilliant. So that's where you can get this book. I don't know where else at the moment, but I'll keep you tuned in. If you didn't keep you tuned in, keep you posted. If, um, yeah, if, uh, if you want one of these, let me know, and I'll let you know where to get one if you can't make those. Okay. Onward we go. Okay, so, Jane, why do you paint these kitties or draw these kitties? Why? And have you, have you, um tattooed one yet onto anyone tattooed a cat yet specifically no specifically this cat i don't care about cats as a matter of fact i'm not like super fond <laughs> of kitty cat cats but hairless cats are weird enough for me to really dig so uh, anyway you haven't done one yet no i haven't tattooed a cat yet but uh i am ready <laughs> I've, I've been i've tattooed um other things but not cats yet i am a, i'm a cat lady <laughs> oh. You see my shirt? Yeah. yeah. Oh my gato. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I <laughs> That's pretty cool. <laughs> if I didn't have my fiance, I'd probably be living by myself with my three cats. Maybe more. And more cats. More than three cats. So fiance. Oh yeah. 
You are irreplaceable. Uh, not irreplaceable. You're replaceable by a bunch of cats is what that equals mm. to. Right? Oh. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> play your cards right, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's the reason why I don't have more cats. Ah, okay. So like she I does said. backpedaling a lot. Oh yeah, um, I'm I'm a pro at backpedaling. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of run my mouth without really thinking, and then I realize when I think back, like f- ten minutes later after the conversation has ended, oh shit, maybe they took this the wrong way. Do you know what's <laughs> crazy? <laughs> That's exactly what I do. And <laughs> I actually have a show, and then I go, oh my gosh, did I say that on air? Oh great, I did. Yeah, and then, then <laughs> nice. you know, people you are go angry back. at me. They give me this look every time they see me. I'm like, oh okay, I just screwed this up. You know what? At least you made an impression. Oh yeah, that's true. So. Some kind of impression. Some kind of impression. At least I made an impression. Okay, so yes, tell us what you think about speakeasy tattoo and these people. I no, love all love them. Uh, do you like she, them at all? I know I hate them. That's Thank why you. I went there to get a tattoo. <laughs> yeah, terrible. <laughs> right. like, you don't trust them at don't all. Don't go there. Never. <laughs> oh Never. my god, he's the worst. Yeah. Just kidding. Scott's super inspirational. He's like one of the most amazing people I've ever met. He's awesome. Yeah, he's really rad. And uh, Jane, so it's, true, is, it's true what they say. It is. It's absolutely no. true. Listen to this man's stories. They're amazing. <coughs> so to me, it was important to get tattooed by somebody who's not only an amazing artist, but is a really awesome person. I take that stuff seriously because it's on my body forever. <laughs> no, for sure. And also that he's a damn good artist. Absolutely. That, that, that really, like, it does play a part. I mean, there's a lot of great tattoo artists. But, I mean, I really think that if you have that other part that really, you know, give a shit artistic part <laughs> it matters <laughs> and y- i well we could get into that so your your form of um education was pretty interesting <coughs> oh we're gonna go into that we don't have to go <laughs> <laughs> we, don't, we don't have to go deeply into no, that I'm, I'm but fine. i think I'm, it's, I'm fine with that but i think yeah. it's pretty cool um yeah you know what okay first of all before we do that Let's um let's let's check out Scott's art. Let's go to Scott's video of his art and then we'll get into where all that came from. We'll be right back.
told you. Okay, so you actually got your a lot of your experience from the other side of that. That's right. As an art model, which I've had a lot of art models on here, right, guys? Lots of art uh, models. Yeah, I did. Um, the Gallery Girls are some of my <coughs> biggest. Oh, yeah. Well, Very I'm fans of them. Close friends, some of them. Yeah, there's a lot yeah. of them, and they're amazing. Oh, my thing's cutting out. Okay, um, so pursued a unique form of art education on the other side of the canvas. <coughs> so um, how long did you do that? You know, that was that was my reality for I don't know many many hours a day uh, for several years over probably maybe eight ten years. I, I don't I don't have a good re reflection of time. It's sort of uh, sometimes you know, that's a really great thing. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe it was one year, ten years. That's my window. Yeah, <laughs> one to ten, one to ten <laughs> yeah, years. Yeah, one to this ten years. On. So, uh, but yeah, I figured that <clears throat> you know I didn't really. I, I, for me, it wasn't the road the road to be in an academia type of setting. So I chose to be in that setting on my own terms and not go in debt doing it. So I got to be, luckily I made friends with some really excellent influences who have honed my art and uh, are professors and also students. And yeah, so I was... Yeah, and uh, I was doing that. And then on a break, I would go to the next room and draw for five, and then I would do all the homework whenever I got home. And, you know, it was, a, it was long days, 15, 20-hour days for years. Because you wanted to do this. Yeah, yeah. I just, you know, it was, it was hard. So, you know, if it's not hard, it's... I love that. I just, I yeah. love that. I had to bring it up. And we don't have to talk anymore about the modeling, but it's the way, the way you did it. Because, yeah, I couldn't go to school either. I'm completely yeah. uneducated. <laughs> if you yeah. hadn't noticed, y'all. <laughs> um, no, but it's, you know, it's a lot, most, of, well, not most, but a lot of the great, the great influences ever in the, on the planet didn't have the luxury of going to I, school and being yeah. educated. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's somewhat debilitating for me. I don't really have good. I don't. I don't do well with structure. So, I mean, I <laughs> really? was in the military. You know, I was in the military, uh, and I got in, got out. But was it instead of going to jail? <laughs> <sighs> yeah, that was my community service. I had to, you know, go and do t five years in the military. Yeah. No, it's because there is that. There's the, oh, I was in the military. I served my country, and it's like, yeah. was it an option instead of going to jail? Well, no, I yeah. had to do that too. So <laughs> I'm, you know, I had to do both. <laughs> unfortunately. Okay. So, but a firm believer in learning through experience. Me too. Absolutely. That's the only way you really get it, right? Because I don't care what. Okay. So you can go to school and you can be super book smart and seem really smart, but um, it doesn't teach you like common sense or how to get here from if you're driving in the left lane and i'm passing you on the right may want to go into the right lane that's my public service announcement right there you know rolling in that <laughs> you know kind of be traffic. you know yeah that so uh, yeah sort of similar <laughs> maybe not maybe you have maybe no not. relevancy <laughs> okay we're gonna take a break because we're <clears> running out of time we'll see you in a minute
were doing spoken word, spoken song. But we talked about photographers, we talked about yeah. painters, we talked about dancers, yeah. we talked about uh, Shakespeareans, regular actors, poets, writers. Art on any level, whether it's music, visual art, um, writing, you know, any kind of creative endeavor that there's, there's a value to it. We merged the worlds together, the art world and the music world. You know, they say everything is with the bright brain, the visionary, the imagination. So what we need to do is, as spirit beings who are, have limitless potential, is to tap into the left brain. When you improv, you're completely connected to the music. from the opposite direction. I started with the best of the best. <laughs> exactly. Right? I started with uh, Versace and Armani and Yves Saint Laurent. It's kind of becoming like the rock star thing to do is uh, instead of being in a band and going on tour, we just go on tour to paint walls. And it is a challenge for us how to be true to ourselves and at the same time be able to, to pay bills, be able to, to, to do it as a vocation habit. Industries change. We have, we have gaming. We have animation industry. I started my career as as an animator, a Disney character animator. A figure drawing instructor at uh, Noman School of Special Effects. Create a sculpture within a sculpture within a sculpture. You can create things that unfold. You can create things that work and walk around and things like that. So, people's imagination is going to just going to be ignited. Yeah, I was a professional stage actor for eight years in New York. What was weird is that when I was spinning around, I literally felt, I started laughing uncontrollably, and I felt like I was going insane. Creativity and art in all shapes and forms is a way of communication with everybody. It, it, you know, it goes through language barriers and racial barriers and everything. matter just do it you know people say oh I don't have enough time to be creative I have this job I said you know what that's none of that's any kind of excuse you have a 15 minute break you can do something <laughs> on. <laughs> but seriously it's um we need it for our soul for one thing Scott can you imagine not creating in some form nope I if I'm not painting I'm building motorcycles that's generally my break I'm, I like the, the idea of machines. Do you think um, you have a motorcycle? I have a few, yeah, I like racing them. And, wow. Because um, you have very... Have you been to Sturgis? Uh, one time. That's, you know, I had to do it once, but it's not my I thing. I did it yeah. once, too. <laughs> <laughs> I had a Harley. You did? Oh, oh. yeah. Yeah. All right. Where I got the tattoo on my inner thigh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that one either. Yeah. I don't really have one on my inner thigh yet. <laughs> okay, anyway, now I'm embarrassed. Okay, so yeah, I can imagine not creating too. And creativity comes from, I mean, whatever you're into, it doesn't really matter. There's no there's low no limitations. If you 
if you want to like be creative in the kitchen or be creative in bed just kidding no but that's <laughs> that's cool too you can do that <laughs> um what do you think come on jane what do jane I show do oh, a good answer man. do a good answer jane do a good answer okay well <laughs> let me think this one real quick i mean the last year creativity is important for you i can tell important. i mean i had a full-time job during the first year of, the, of my keyword here had <laughs> Yeah, had. I had to get rid of it. I mean, now she's poor. I am very poor. Please give me money. <laughs> Support the creatives. Yes. If you, um, my, na my name is Jane Cho. If you want to send me some money, I'm really up for that right now. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I had a full-time job, and I had to balance this out because with my full-time job, it wasn't creative at all. And I had a dream, you know, like I had to go and make something out of myself instead of just working behind a desk all the time. And I had to make it work, and I made it work. And uh, I mean, my boss was really pissed at me, you know, but it was all worth it in the end because right now I'm just so much happier with myself. It's just, it's what I wanted to do my whole life. I don't know how we could possibly grow and advance and evolve as human beings if we're not creative. Mm -hmm. Aren't we going the wrong way if we're not creative, if we're just in the hamster wheel doing what the boss? Mm -hmm. or society tells us to do. Yeah, I don't yeah. dig that. Oh. We have to be creative. Be creative. Have yeah. a voice. I mean, now I'm even learning about motorcycles from No Scott. way. From yeah. this guy? That's yeah. part of the apprenticeship. you got to be able to bleed brakes, and <laughs> you also have to be able to put, you know, carpentry, calligraphy, shipbuilding. Oh, yeah. Yeah, everything. Yeah, he's got a ship. <laughs> it's pretty sweet. Looks like the a pirate ship, ship ever. made yeah. out of wood, not fiberglass. <laughs> Laura knows. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Where can we find you, Scott? Speakeasy Tattoo in Los Angeles. Yes, uh, you, that the address is sort of messed up. It's you can't. Oh, did I say it wrong? Oh, no, no, I the the, the actual physical address uh. doesn't exist. Um, mm. It's sort of wrong in all Aspects types of, of the word. But yeah, generally it's not. You know, no. Yeah, it's in Los Angeles and SpeakeasyTattoo.com. I think you Kay. said it. Yeah. So check it out, and you'll find you'll find Jane there too. Oh yeah. Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. Anything you want to know about the show? Anybody going to be on the show? Has been on the show? Archives? All my social media junk. Go to www.whatpuzzlepiece.com. We're going to leave you with an amazing little um, time lapse of Scott's work. So check it out. And we'll see you next week with Harmful If Swallowed. <laughs> so don't swallow. <laughs> Spit. <laughs>
You are watching T Radio V. Radio and TV.